Hey, how you guys doing? This is producer from Brothers Comics. Welcome to the Who Day Over 40 podcast. It's Who Day Over 40 versus Overtime, y'all. The Cincinnati Bengals defeat the Minnesota Vikings 27-24 to in overtime. Sandman, shout out to you, man. We miss you, brother, and this win was definitely for you. On the line tonight, I have the other member of this uh, crew and podcast. It's Big Hutch. What's going on, man? Who fucking day? Yes, it is a who fucking day for sure. Absolutely. As Money Mick ever Evan McPherson uh, kicks a winning field goal at the buzzer, the Bengals win. Uh, this was not a typical Bengal win. For the first time under Zach Taylor, the Bengals are one and zero. They are above five hundred for the first time since well before Marvin left. Like I, it's a beautiful day, Hoss. It's the it's it's. Uh. It's a great Sunday after a horrible Saturday. Yeah, for sure. The Bengals snatched uh, defeat from the jaws of victory there um, for a second as they tried to lose the game at the end. But somehow, someway, in a non-typical Bengals fashion, the Bengals actually come back and win the game. So we're going to break down the game for you kind of quarter by quarter, see how we were feeling throughout. Uh, but at the start, man, first quarter, the Bengals defer, and the, the Bengals defense comes out balling. Uh, shut down Dalvin Cook, you know, fairly regularly. Although the Vikings helped us out with several penalties, it was amazing that right. I, I say everybody was about to start or did start Dalvin Cook for the the start of the fantasy football. Everyone, th- it's the same old Bengals. There's no D in Cincinnati. Yeah, they thought they were going to eat with him, and the Bengals' defense comes out and really shuts it down early in the game. And when they do get the ball back there, you know, they got some pretty decent field position. I think their first drive started, you know, somewhere around the 35 or the 40. And the Bengals go, as I texted you, super Ronald Reagan. They go super conservative to the right, literally every snap under center, completely afraid to, like, put Joe Burrow in danger. Uh, yes, the first drive went five plays. Yeah, it, it just was nothing. Jet sweeps. Uh, it just was not good, like, at all. And, you know, I'm sitting here uh, yeah. watching the game. I'm like, um, like open the offense. But, okay, you know, you're conservative on your first drive. You want to get him to get his feet wet, blah, 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 blah. Bengals kick up, you know, punt. Same thing. Shut down the, the, the Vikings offense again. The defense played super well today. They wound up, I think, with three total sacks on the day, but would have had more if it weren't for penalties against the Bengals or penalties like that just, you know, kind of wiped out plays. The Bengals' defensive line looked really good. Yeah, three. we had three sacks for 26 yards recorded anyway. Now, complete, understand, Bengals fans, you watched last year, the Bengals had 12 total sacks on the season. Yeah, but they <laughs> so, had more than that. They had like – I think it's like maybe 16 or something. You got the stat check that. I'll send that to the little producer. Stat check how many sacks the Bengals had last season, uh, little producer. And as he's looking that up, um, the Bengals get the ball back now, like almost at the 50, because they had really shut the Vikings down in the first quarter there. And then they get the ball, name the 50, and it's super conservative again. Um, Essentially, line buck. Unafraid, just afraid to throw the ball, and the the play calling was absolutely atrocious to start. Yes, there's a lot of fear in them there, Hills, and rightfully so. You know, you don't want to put him in danger, but also, I mean, he, you know, let's keep it a hundred. Joe Burrow is not that player. If he's going down, he's going to go down. You know, kind of swinging, so to speak. And, like, it just didn't make any sense for them to do it. So the first quarter ends at zero to zero. How was you feeling at the end of one? I was like, uh, well, we weren't losing, 
But we definitely, I mean, right, the defense was playing its ass off. So, hey. Okay. Correction on that. They had 17 total sacks last year. Yeah, I said 16. Whatever. Close, terrible, worse than the league. But they get three today. So, anyway. Uh, All right. So, we get into the second quarter. And then, finally, the Bengals open up the offense after they get down 7-0. You know, the Vikings get a, a drive down the field, convert a ridiculous third and 25 on that drive. That was one of the most ridiculous things I'd ever seen. We know he went to Ohio State, but EJ Apple, um, you get the gas face for sure. It's been a bad, a bad couple of days for Ohio State. Yeah, he does not good on that drive. He gets a penalty that nullified a sack also on that touchdown drive as well. And the Bengals wind up going down seven nothing. And you know, after had well as the the defense that played in the first quarter, and you had two drives really starting almost at mid at midfield. For you to not have any points at that point, it it felt very familiar. And, you know, I saw a prediction that somebody was like, oh, the Bengals are only going to score 13 points. And I was like, the Bengals lose. They're going to lose with a lot of points. They're not going to lose with 13 points. It's not a 13-point offense. But I didn't know that they were going to come out, you know, super conservative. Um, So... Well, they they get the ball back in the second quarter, and they, you know, take the ball down the field. Joe Burrow winds up back in the shotgun. They take the ball down the field, a couple of nice passes to uh, some players, T. Higgins amongst them, and then T. Higgins winds up getting the touchdown, and we're tied at 7-7. How are you feeling at 7-7? I'm like, shit, that's a great response to going down 7-0 and giving up a second and 24. Yeah, and, and that's really a good deal for, like, you know, to show the maturity of the Bengals' offense and maybe even Zach Taylor as a play caller to, like, recognize, like, hey, this shit isn't working. We might need to do something else here. And, like, again, I don't want him dropping back and taking, you know, 60 attempts a game like he was last year, but, like, he's not that quarterback to be under center all the time. Like, this is not going to work. Um, so, yeah. So, that Bengals score, we get up to seven to all – and then there were a couple of two huge third down catches and that drive that they score on, you know, by Uno, Jamar Chase. He had the drops in preseason. Everybody talked about it. He had to answer questions about it. I'm sure you weren't necessarily thrilled with him dropping those balls either. Oh, How man. you feeling? Man? I mean, those two catches, those were not on great balls third, by Burrow. They yeah, were third, behind him. Third and nine at the Cincinnati 38. Shotgun, mm-hmm. Jay, Jay Burrow pass deep left to Jamar Chase to seven for 17 yards. Great fucking yeah. play. Yeah, and it's a great catch because it wasn't a great ball. He had to turn his body on both of those third down possessions to actually catch it. And, you know, he got up and crowed a little bit as well as he should because people have been questioning him and calling him a bum essentially for the last two weeks. Plus. And, you know, he answered it. Yeah, and so, then, yeah. yes, on a third and seven at the Minnesota 42, Jay Burrow passed short right to uh, Jamar Chase to Minnesota 29 for 13 yards. So, yeah, yes, I mean, on he, two third downs that that we really fucking needed, he really fucking came through. And that's where you – and he's been brought in for those things, contested check catches, you know, really kind of in that DeAndre Hopkins kind of role. Like, you know, I, I have stretch good speed. The, stretch the defense. Yeah. Make the catch. Yeah, I have – yeah, I have good speed, but if you put that ball anywhere near the two of us, I'm coming away with it. I'm snatching it, and then I'm running through you and around you. I mean, he's just that dude. So it was really good to see, um, and we'll come back to him here momentarily when we get the drive, too. So um, 
but they give the ball back or after the kickoff, they give it back. The Bengals wind up getting the ball, you know, a little around, I think, four or five minutes left in the quarter, the second quarter before halftime. And they start driving again. And we said Uno was going to come back. Uh, he did. Long bomb. Jamar, uh, Joe Burrow to Jamar Chase. He beat that corner like he stole something from the jump. And it's a long bomb. Touchdown, Jamar Chase. Bengals up 14-7. You had to be hyped. The, the, drive, the drive took 36 seconds. Yes. <laughs> at the end of – and, I mean, it broke that other streak we had, too, of letting the yes. other team score at halftime. We scored before halftime. Yeah, and look, and, and we that's true. We scored before halftime, and again, the long ball was missing in the offense. We didn't have anybody that could stretch the field. A.J. was – he shot. We can go over his stats later today, but the Cardinals <laughs> – um, like he was, you know, he was shot. He wasn't there. He wasn't himself or he wouldn't can't be that dude anymore. We needed that that shot in the arm for the offense. And we got it completely. But, I mean, he goes over the top. Me and my son are absolutely insane at this moment. Like, I mean, just after everything that he's been through, my son's wearing his Jamar Chase jersey. We were just like beyond at this point. 14-7. Bengals shut him down at uh, before the half and go in leading at the half 14-7. How you feeling at that point? I'm like, huh? Oh, I ain't used to this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And then since the Bengals deferred once coming out of halftime, they get the ball at the start of the half. And guess what they do? They take the ball right down the field again. <laughs> I mean, I was like, who is this team for sure? Like, I have no idea who these dudes are. They take the ball down the field. Wind up scoring again. Now up two touchdowns in the third quarter. It's 21 to, to seven. seven at that point. And I'm just like, this team can't be stopped offensively. Let's keep it going. How are you feeling up two score? I'm like, I'm checking to make sure the, the right team has the right amount of points. Yeah. And so this comes to the most controversial part of the game. Uh, absolutely. The Bengals shut them down again on defense. Get the ball back. On, on the Bengals' 30 at that point in time, and it's fourth and one, you know, and the Bengals decide to go for it at that point. You know, they had been running the ball fairly effectively, but you're up two scores. I think there was maybe close to like three minutes or so left in the third quarter. I mean, you punt for field position here, Hutch. This shit ain't Madden. This shit ain't Madden. This shit is not uh, Friday Night Lights. Yeah, and you're when you're playing with professionals, and you're on your own thirty yard line. Yeah, punt the damn ball. And punt the damn. And your defense is playing all right, and it's not right, and it's not overtime or not overtime. Whatever you post a yeah ninety nine point nine percent of the time you punt the fucking ball, unless you're playing Ohio State's defense. Easy, you punt the damn ball. And then you're done. Like, it's like, all right, well, you know, your defense is playing well. They're going to start, you know, from where Hoover would be punting from. They're going to probably start somewhere around the 20 or 30-yard line, if maybe not even further back than that. Make them drive. They haven't, you know, you gave up one long drive, but make them burn clock. We're near the end of the third quarter. Make them burn the clock to score. They go for it. They don't get it. Uh, Joe Mixon kind of slips trying to get to the line there. He winds up short. And then a couple of players later, boom, the Vikings are right back in the game on a fourth down play for themselves. Adam Thielen runs, you know, on zero coverage, just runs through the defense. It's 21-14. And I was like, and you texted me, and I was like, 
Ay, 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 what a mess. An absolute mess. And, you know, again, hey, we can talk about it now because they won. But if they don't win that game. He gets fired tonight. He might get shit canned. Yeah, I agree. Tonight you get fired. Yep, he might get shit canned because that's just a terrible call in that moment. And I understand you're going for it. You you know, you want to you know man, prove it's a new day, but that, that ain't the spot to do it. Um, that was just a bad, bad call. Um, yeah. So the Vikings are back in it. And as uh, they said in, uh, was that coming? No, not Boomerang. You got the momentum. Uh, the momentum had completely shifted to the Vikings at that particular time. And, you know, the Bengals do come back. They're able to drive down the field and wind up with our fifth-round draft pick, Evan McPherson, University of Florida. They get down the field. It's a long field goal, 53 yards. Uh, now, remember this time last year, Fat Randy uh, missed a, what, 28-yard field goal, something to that effect that would have sent the game into overtime. Yes, yeah. tie the game and go to overtime with the Chargers in game one last year in Cincinnati and then pulled the fake, oh, I hurt my, I hurt my ankle or I whatever. I hurt my, my vagina. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. And so, yeah. you know, they pull Money Mick out and he's, you know, he splits it 53 yards with plenty of leg. And it's like, okay, well, up two scores. Let's keep this going again. You know, but the Vikings do make their comeback here. They go down, they get another touchdown, you know, in the fourth quarter. Um, and now it's a three point game. And so the Bengals get the ball back around four minutes to go in the fourth quarter. And then we get right back to freaking GOP Republican politics again. Well, old school GOP Republican politics, not the current Trump version. Um, they get super conservative again. They get a drive. They don't throw the ball at all. And they're making yards. Don't get me wrong. They, they, they started on, you know, the negative, not negative side, but, the you know, I think the 25 or the 30 after the Vikings punt. They have several run plays. Joe Mixon, who had a great game. They get down, and now it's third and three. You're on third, the plus third, side of the third and four, Third and four. Third and four. Minnesota 48. Yeah, you're on the plus side of the 50. They haven't thrown the ball yet. Why don't you put the game ball in the hands of your best player? Why don't you do that, Hutch? Why is it you're at the I think at the two minute warning right. or just before? Right. If you miss, if it's an incompletion, okay, they don't have to burn their timeout. If it's a completion and he don't get it, you still get to burn the clock. Like it doesn't. None of that made sense to run the ball. It makes no sense. Yes, I don't. They and both teams called a timeout too. It just made no sense. You know, the Bengals don't get it or, you know, they don't get it. Then the Bengals burn their time out, you know, trying to draw them off because people thought they were going to go for it there, too. And that would have been the absolute worst. Um, They punt the ball back. They down them down to the two yard line. A great punt by uh, uh, Kevin Huber. But it's near the end of the game. The Vikings have, I think, no timeouts left at that point. And they drive driving the ball down the field, you know, a little dink here, a little there. There's a big pass to the tight end that gets them close out towards the 50. Yep. And, you know, we get to the end of the game, and their kicker has to make a 52-yarder himself to send the game to overtime. You know, the Bengals do the timeout before the uh, Tried to freeze. For the kick, but right. he made the practice one. Right. I know some people say all the time you shouldn't let them make that, take that practice kick because it gives them a chance to, like, do it. Right. And, like, hey, I could do it, and I'm going to do it exactly this way again. How do you feel about that? Uh, I like the freezing the kicker, and, and, and it usually don't work. but eh. It seems overrated. Yeah, 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 it's one of them things. Yeah, it seems overrated. Well, he splits it at the buzzer. 
We go to overtime. How you feeling at this point? Because I'm freaking distraught. I I I look and I look away, but I knew he's gonna make it. But I looked yeah. away and mm. fuck. That's what uh that's where I was. I was like, we're gonna fucking lose a game. We're up. We're up by ten you points gotcha. going into the yeah. fourth quarter, and these mm-hmm. motherfuckers figured out a way to lose it. Yeah, and this was not a good moment for the Bengals. This is not, and uh, I was distraught. My son is distraught, and I, I'll, you know, I'll be honest with you. I was like, I can't do this, and I, I freaking, I turned it off. I was like, nope. I saw that they had got they, on Twitter. I saw that they had won the coin toss. I was like, oh okay. I hate the overtime rules too for the NFL. It's just ridiculous. You know, if you score a touchdown, the game is over. Like everybody should get one chance to touch the damn ball. Like I don't right. understand that piece, but. Um, so yeah, I heard they won the toss and then they switched the coverage. Like, you know, truth be told, we were watching it on, you know, alternative means here and they switched the coverage over because it went to, uh, overtime and then they wound up, you know, turning it off because they had to go to the four o'clock game later. So we were like, oh, okay, it's on. But then did did you know, I thought, I thought the overtime period was 15 minutes. No, it's 10 minutes. Yeah. I I thought we wind up in ties. I was like. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. I thought it was always 15 minutes. When did shit go to 10? Yeah, yeah. since they made them stupid rules about if you score a touchdown, the game is over. But if you don't score a touchdown, then they can win. My son said they should do it the, uh, the college way, which is more exciting, but also creates You can, you can be out there attacks. forever. Yeah, it creates more heart attacks as well. Um, so the Bengals get that first drive. They go down the field. They don't score. They stop down the Vikings there. You know, it kind of goes back and forth with each team getting a couple of possessions. And then the Vikings have the ball, and now they're driving, you know, with a little under two minutes to go. Right. And this is like, well, I've seen this show before. I know this movie. The Bengals are going to lose this game. It's going to be a bad start to the season. You know, the, the well, juju. You got you probably find a new coach. So yeah, yeah, the juju is everywhere. Yeah, right. It's, it's, it's first to ten at the Cincinnati 38. Yes. And guess what happens? All the time, all this game, I'm like, man, the Bengals need to affect the turnover. You got sacks. You got to do these things. You need to get a turnover. And not only do they get a turnover, they turn over the best player on the Vikings. I mean, Dalvin Cook actually drops that ball on the ground. And the Bengals recover. Jesse Bates, shout out, pay that man his money. And the Bengals wind up getting the ball. How you feeling at this point? Ah, shit, at this point, I don't know because I had looked away. I was looking at the damn Falcons get <laughs> fucking blown out. Oh, a whole nother podcast for sure. And I'm like, my son and I, were watching it on our phone or his phone. I'm like, man, it looked like a fumble. Shouts out to Zim Day. He's like, that's a, that's a blank in fumbles. Don't stop playing with me. It's a fumble. It's a fumble. The call goes the Bengals way. They get the ball. And so now they start their drive with under two minutes to go to try to get down the field. And they wind up themselves, you know, on the plus side, on the negative side of the 50 with a fourth and goal or the fourth and inches. And again, the the safe play here is quarterback sneak, something like that. Or, you know, Hutch, Marvin would have played for the damn tie. You're right. He would have. He would have played for the tie and punted. And that would have been the end of it. And so, you know, it's the it's the yin and yang with Zach Taylor here. That like, okay, we're going to go for it on this side, you know, knowing that if we don't get it, for sure, they're going to, you know, that's a, a wrap for the game. But instead of calling a line buck, a quarterback sneak or whatever, I, the, the urban legend now at this point is that Joe Burrow gets to the, you know, the call on the field is something like that, you know, something quick and easy. 
he calls an audible at the at the line, and Clay fakes CJ Uzama twenty yards down the field, gets him well within money Mick range, and uh, we're in business. Uh, yeah, we're in business. That's that's a, if that le- urban legend is true, then I mean the legend of well, the legend of Joe Burrow already kind of started, but right. but this one you put you you put it on the list. That, I mean that. If the call was, you know, halfback draw or halfback, you know, up to whatever from Madden, yeah. and he goes out of that, that is a pretty amazing that he has the kahunas to be like, hey, um, no, we're not doing that, and to execute that play. And, again, this is what you should have done when it was third and four. Put the ball in the hands of your best player. Like, why are you taking it out of Joe Burrow's hands at that point? So, yeah. So, Uzama's, I think that's his only catch of the day. He gets down the field. Bengals wind up lining it up and setting up for the field goal. And Money Mick, boom. Field goal, buzzer, game, winner. Game Bengals win. Um, no time shook. left on the clock. No time. I, I'm shook. I'm, I'm running around the house like screaming like a crazy person. You know, me and my son. Who day, mother blankers? Who day? That's... Like I said, the Bengals haven't had a winning record <laughs> for at least three seasons. Well, all under him, and then Marvin's last season wasn't great either. It's it's been a while since they were a plus five hundred team, right? So, so yeah. they, when uh, they started with there five and three, and then yeah, the shit, uh, yeah, don't bring it up. All right, so the Bengals are one and zero, man. What did you see in that game that gave you cause for concern? And then maybe some calls for success. Or you're like, hey, this is something that we can help moving forward. Well, the concerns. Mm-hmm. Um, Keep it simple. <laughs> the concerns are just that. The concerns is out is the is the coaching staff. As simple so, as that. Okay. I still got some concerns about the cornerback play well, on the other too. side of Awuzie. Uh, like, uh, Eli Apple had a very bad couple of drives there, and a better quarterback will exploit that, you know. So, shout out Trey Waynes, get better real soon. That would be an issue. I thought the D-line looked good. I thought the linebackers played well. I, I, I thought all of that was fine, except really at that one cornerback position. People came up. They made tackles. Like, I mean, that was a great defensively called game by Lou Amaruno. Uh, what about it that you saw that was like, hey, I'm about to be excited about this? I think I spotted a Joe Mixon. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, yeah. He goes for, what, 120 yards today on 29 carries? 120 yards. 127 yards receiving. I mean, on rushing. And, an, mm-hmm. and another receiving. Where are you? Nothing receiving. Oh, no, no, yeah. he had four catches for 23 yards. Receiving. Yeah, I mean, so that's 150 three, yards. He's a three down back at this point. Geo's not there. He's on the field for third downs. He's got to be out there. You're paying him to be a three down back. You need to be out there all three downs. Yeah, that's a that's a good call. Joe Mixon uh, definitely did well. I thought the offensive line did okay, even though Burrow took those five sacks. One of them, he went down and was limping when he got up. Oh, uh oh. But you know, uh, you know, I think those are fixable things, so to speak. Uh, but I thought that that was – I thought they did really well in that regard as well. Obviously, the wide receivers are beastly. 
And that's going to be something moving forward. But I think now that he has gotten hit and he's back in the rhythm, you know, I think we know what Joe Burrow is and what we're going to get offensively from him, you know, week to week. All right. But, yeah, man, that's it. One and oh. Freaking day. I'm super excited. I can't believe they came back and won because I've seen this movie end in terribly negative ways for the Bengals before. Uh, Mm. So, yeah, man. So, next up on the docket. They they ain't play they ain't played yet, so yeah, we're I mean I I have a feeling that we're gonna see um field day. Yeah, and the Bengals record against rookie quarterbacks, not great, especially ones that can run, not great. But we'll see how Andy Dalton does. Nick Vigil decided he was on steroids today and was like a ball and he had a sack for Pete's sake. He was I mean he played well Uh, in the He's the one to stop that fourth and one too. Yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. He couldn't do shit when he was with the Bengals, but or the Chargers, the Bengals, and he play against the Bengals. Now he's all world. Well, that's what that you do when you get highly de- motivated. Right, right, highly yeah. motivated. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah, the Bengals at the Bears next week again. A really another winnable game. The Bears offensively are challenged, and then defensively maybe a little overrated at this point, and kind of old in the tooth. Uh, so we'll see what happens there, but it is a home game, so the Bengals will definitely be a dog there. If I had to open a line, it's probably be a four, uh, four I, and a half point Bear, dog. The Bears ain't played guess. yet. Yes. Uh, Khalil Mack is supposedly hurt. Uh, oh, okay. Andy Dalton is Andy Dalton. So, mm-hmm. and, and hey, they could they could lose to the Rams. Sure, for sure. All right. So, do we got exit music, Hodge? I boy oh boy have I gone through every song in the book. Um Jeez. <laughs> um The ABBA, the winner takes it all. <laughs> um shit. Uh let's see. Oh uh, shit. That's all kinda all I got. Wait a minute. Gotta be something else. Are you still there? I'm here. Oh, oh, oh. I'm going through. Abba, oh shit. You know about no Abba. You know at least two songs by Abba. Yeah, that's fair, but I don't know if we want to close our 1 and 0 record. Who knows we going to be on the plus side of 500 again? The winner takes it all by Abba. All right, here you go. So. Well, there's a song by by Justin Timberlake and T.I. with Jamie uh, Foxx. Nope, uh, uh, nope, nope, that's it. Nope, nope. Yeah, I, nope, never. Nothing with, ever with Justin Timberlake we're making on here. ABBA is the winner, and it will take <laughs> oh, it there's off. There's a song called Absolutely. Winner by Chris Brown. Nope, he beats women. Nope, we're good. ABBA <laughs> right. it is. ABBA, <laughs> ABBA. All right. So as ABBA starts to play us out, who day, everybody? Golly, who freaking day? We're one and oh. Comeback dub. Way to go, Joe Burrow. Uh, Uno, we we apologize if we ran you too much. You caught that damn ball. You did everything you were supposed to. Who freaking day, everybody? So as a producer of this podcast, I'm signing off. And shout out again, Sandman, man, get better. Hope this uh, helps you feel a little bit better here and there. Hutch, go ahead and sign off. Don't get fired. Uh, yes, Hude and Zoom can suck it. 
Yes, exactly. Yeah, Zoom. Yeah, if you're just listening to this, we can't watch the YouTube channel. Uh, Zoom got problems. All right, we'll see everybody on the other side as Abba's taking us out. Peace, everybody. Who day? One and up. Who day? Shake my hand I apologize If it makes you feel bad Seeing me so tense No self-confidence But you see The winner takes